Welcome to the Yoga Pants Podcast. I'm Sarah Ratliff. And I'm Nicole DeBoom. We're two successful female entrepreneurs who are running multiple businesses. We came together when I wanted to sell my business, Skirt Sports, and Sarah was ready to expand her Be Inspired Brands empire. That's right. I decided to combine the best women's fitness apparel in the world with my Zuma Women's Running Series. Today, I run multiple businesses, all geared toward inspiring and motivating active women to live their best lives. We come together weekly-ish to connect, share, and have candid conversations about what really matters to active women at all ages and stages. We're so glad you're here. Thanks for listening. Now enjoy the show. Hey, friends. Welcome back. We're so glad you're here. Hi, Nicole. Hello, Sarah. What a great day. Did you know that in Steamboat, we have more snow than we've had in a decade? And the biggest problem that pretty much everybody has here is snow storage. Everybody's snow blowing snow and it's going up higher than our doors. And you have like this little like walkway that you're and so this is I'm only bringing this up because I think it's funny that you know we're all listening to this podcast from all kinds of places in the world and you're sitting in sunny happy Florida which hasn't seen a lick of snow in quite some time (laughs) I'm sitting in piles piles of snow we're constantly shoveling and you know putting on extra layers part of the reason I'm grateful for skirt sports and the and the amazing vintage chic products that oh, you're continuing good. to make is that I need them daily as I layer up to even walk outside. So there. You're warm and comfortable and your phone will stay in your pants. I mean, you're welcome. I mean, you've got to thank yourself because really you kind of made them and found the fabric. <laughs> it's we a group keep... effort. Um, it but is. It's, it's so funny. I mean... Every I, I was like, how can we segue? And then I was like, every single thing we ever talk about merges onto this topic, which I sometimes wish didn't exist. And it's money, 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 yep. money. I often think like if money wasn't in this world, wasn't a way that we had to, you know, navigate our lives, would we make the same decisions? And I often think, no way, nobody would. Would they? Would you? Would you make right. the same decisions? But money is here. And it is how our world works and we need to face it and we don't talk about it enough. So we don't. Um, it's yeah. kind of like taboo sometimes to talk about, you know, money. It's it it creates issues or problems or there's like, I don't know, you're kind of taught not to have open conversations about it. Well, and you might find this interesting. So as I was sitting down um at the beginning of the year, kind of working through my goals, I've had this um I really am struggling with kind of being present and overwhelmed. I'm sort of overwhelmed with the business um, and overwhelmed with a number of things. And, um, you know, I want to work out more. I want to be with my kids more and all this. And so as I was setting the goals, I was like, well, it's the problem is that, you know, I'm not committed to working out or I I really need to shut work off at the end of the day. um, And then I can be with my kids. You know what the root of it was as I nailed down? is that I was concerned about finances. I'm concerned about, you know, um, and, and I was like, oh, well, here's the real issue, Sarah. You need to resolve any financial concerns or planning that you have. 
And that alone would actually help me solve the rest of the things that I was trying to do. It was a very fascinating process. And actually, the research supports this and that even relationship problems often, you know, a, a root cause is finances. Like finances really affect a number of things we do. We don't talk about it. And I don't know about you, but like, did anybody train you how to create a budget? You know, do you stick? And I know some people do. Some people are very religious about writing down every check that they've ever done. But I'm guessing a large majority of people kind of wing it. You know, (laughs) do you have a budget you operate off of? Well, here's the yes and no. So um, I didn't learn much about finances until I started Skirt Sports. And then I was like, oh, what is this thing called a P&L and a balance sheet? And what and how does the money flow in and out? And what's a budget? So I really started learning about budgets with the business. And then mm-hmm. I realized, oh, I can apply this to my life. So yeah. you mentioned relationships and money. Most of the time, I don't know if this is true because I haven't read research about it, but I'm assuming in a couple, one person has a slightly different spending and saving philosophy than the other. And um, it can create so much friction. That's probably why it's a big problem. And uh, Tim will often, I'm the one who every year gets our taxes ready. So I look at what we spent in each category basically and send it off to get, you know, whatever those CPAs do. You CPAs are like magic genies (laughs) to us. (laughs) And, um, but Tim doesn't do it. So he's not quite as in tune. And I'll say, hey, I really want to take this trip to XYZ. Here's what I'm thinking it's going to cost. And he's like, how? I don't, but uh, should I sell a bike? And I'm like, no, I've budgeted it. And he's like, well, but I don't like it doesn't quite click for him. And for me, I'm like, well, I I know that we can afford to do this because I put it on paper. But here's the actual reality is Mm -hmm. that you do sometimes you can't afford it. You think you can. But if you're not kind of managing it well and and your planning isn't totally robust or something happens with your income and you don't adjust it you may not realize it, or you may be able to afford two of those trips. Like it's a moving target. So it's hard because you want to live by a budget sometimes because you think it will give you structure, but Mm -hmm. it it doesn't necessarily always work that way. I look at it as sort of a a guessing framework for how to move through this life. And if you live somewhat within the guidelines you put out for yourself and you make somewhat the amount of money you think you're going to make and you're not spending extravagantly from one year to the next, then you're probably okay. So I guess Mm. going back to your point, we kind of live loosey goosey in there. Most of us do. And I'm, I'm among those people. Well, it sounds to me though, like it's not fully loosey goosey. It sounds to me like you have a general idea you know, and, and a plan for you to be able to, to know some of that. Well, and I think it's a, it's a practice, right? You, one thing that you kind of have to do to start with, I think, is you track your expenses, right? And people can say, you write down every single thing you spend. Well, it's kind of not realistic. Maybe it is if you're struggling with a, with a problem, but like, you know, in general, I think, cause that's how I am too. I have a general budget. I've checked against it, you know, and then, but I don't, 
I don't monitor every single grocery bill or every single thing that we do. But I have noticed at times when my spending will kind of get out of control and I go, whoa, we need to reel it back in and, and kind of level set and that kind of thing. And I think you're right. A number couples are opposites attract. I mean, that's, I'm going to go with 75% of relationships. You know, you don't really marry yourself or you might dislike, you know, it might not, it might not work out that well. Right. So there's always like a different personality and, um, and the spending is different. And if you're not on the same page and just, I mean, let's be honest, uh, things are expensive, you know, mortgages are expensive. Um, everything, especially recently has, has kind of changed. So there isn't always enough money. Right. And then also as you're getting older, it's important, I think, especially for women to look at how, how are you, are you building wealth? Are you saving? Are you, you know, what are you, what are you doing? College costs come in, like all of these different things. And it can be very stressful if there's not a plan for it. Well, I think too, this hits at a certain point in our adult life when we go, oh, I need to, I need to actually think a little more about the money I'm spending. And for me, it hit a couple of years after college when my parents were like, now, how much do you have on your credit card? And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, a couple thousand dollars. And they're like, you know, Nicole, here's one trick. You need to pay it off every month. So my parents actually did a really cool thing. I'm just going to share as like a little possible parental hack. If if you could swing it, they said, we're going to help you learn how to do this and get on track by paying off your credit card bill. And you're going to pay us every month until it's paid off at a very low interest rate of like 1%. So -hmm. they're, of course, telling me like, yes, you will pay interest, but they're not penalizing me. And they kind of gave me a get out of free jail free card. But I just, I'll never forget it. And I have never once paid a credit card, not fully paid a credit card off since, because I know that it can sink you into a deep hole. But the point I think of saying that is that we all have an aha moment at a certain point. Either we've gotten pretty far down a black hole or we we marry or, or get together with someone who understands this world better or whatever. And then we go, ah, we need to think about money. And I yeah. often think it starts with a bigger picture. Like what is your philosophy? What kind of legacy do you want to leave for yourself, for the people who love you? And then you kind of can roll from there. How is that an approach you have taken, like starting with the bigger picture? You know, I... Um, to be honest, I, uh, there were a couple of big key factors for me. So one is I, we, I don't want to say that we grew up poor, but like we grew up on a farm in Kansas. So that should say something, right? So I, I, I really had to work pretty hard to make my way, you know, in this, in this world. And, um, so I've, I've had an, an interesting mentality, you know, as I've approached it of like, um, you know, I don't come from any kind of family wealth. So it was like, you're on your own, better figure it out yourself kind of a thing, you know? And so for me, that's, that's, I had to learn, I have made a similar mistake like you did with credit cards and my mom helped me out. I want to say it was $200 that I, I had racked up. Because, you know, they come after you in college with those credit cards. Like, here, I have a free t-shirt. Like, 
we needed a free t-shirt, but we did like, you know, the credit cards, but uh, my mom helped me um, budget. She helped me. I ended up writing down every single expense that I ever had on a calendar when my bills were due and that kind of thing. And then actually I went, um, it had envelopes with cash to like figure it out. So you re- I really had to break it down and figure it out. So I was very thankful for that help from her um, in, in figuring that piece out. And then the other thing is I, um, I worked for the university of Kansas as my, one of my first jobs and they required you to invest 7% of your salary, which was a lot when I was 24. And I think, you know, I want to say maybe I was barely making 30 grand. (laughs) It's a lot of money uh, to invest. Now they would match it. I think we, I do invest seven, percent and they would match with 8%, which was awesome. But so I got a really early start with savings and I was like, oh, I got to watch money build over time. Um, so, you know, as I've looked at it and, and I will say that's, that's helped me, you know, um, look at things as I, as I've gotten older and I go, oh, okay, there, it is important for me to put things away and, and really be saving. So, you know, I think I learned the principles of budgeting because I messed up, you know, and was not in a great spot. So I think that I'm I'm guessing a number of people have the same kind of story. Totally listening agree. As well. Totally agree. Yeah. And, you know, what I'm hearing to you is at the heart of it all, the more you know yourself and what makes you happy, what makes you tick, what makes you feel comfortable will... Yeah possibly inform what you decide to do as a job or a career in your life. If you Uh know that you feel best when you have the security that you will have a paycheck that is a certain amount every week, it's going in, your employer's matching it, whatever, you know that that is what you'll be seeking. If you know that you have a different kind of risk tolerance and I'll be honest, when we were pro athletes, you could make $0 or you could make $200,000 in a year. Like it didn't, it was completely random, not random because it was based on your performance. But the truth is we could only live that lifestyle because we had a higher risk tolerance for, you know, money. And, and we were younger and we didn't have kids. So all these things come into play And uh, I think really you need to think about who you are deep down and what's going to make you feel best before you make big decisions. Being an entrepreneur, buying multiple businesses in a one to two year period. I mean, those that is not a set paycheck that's going to roll in with big numbers every month. I mean, you've got to be able to be comfortable in financial discomfort to do what you do. And to find, you know, that you're fulfilled. That's a learned skill. Yeah. You do. But, but like I told you too, what I'm realizing is how much it can affect things. And so really having to take a look at that and resolve it. And I know the topic of what we called this podcast is why we need to talk about money. And I think we need to, we need to talk about it. Like, I don't know about you, but I had, I only had growing up, my mom helped me, you know, with money and budgeting. And my dad would talk to me about it. I had one best friend, Heidi. She and I 
you know, we'd cover each other if, if we were late on rent, we, we, and she had a similar struggle. Money was a very difficult thing in my family growing up. Um, and it caused a number of issues and she had similar struggles so we could talk. It was like very much of a taboo, but I really only have her. It's almost like money is kind of like politics, right? Like you might talk about investing and blah, 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 but you don't sit around and talk to people about money. And I think as women that in some ways that's a mess, you know, we do need to talk about it. We do need to money does equal freedom. It does equal time. And we need to talk about it because it affects, and in general, women make less than men, you know, and if you're married and you've got two incomes and all that, like that works out great, but there's also a number of women that don't, you know? And so, um, I think we wanted to record this podcast episode to, to open up the conversation and also talk about how important it is to talk about it, how important it is to resolve it and how important it is to have a plan for your finances and, you know, how that can change over time. So, yes, you know. And to have a plan that aligns with the values that you've really dug down and thought about yes. are important to you. And I want to add on one thing here because I'm relating to all of it. We were taught when we were little that you don't talk about money and your family's money to other people. And yes. this is kind of relevant because you and I both have kids that are of the age where they're like, I want a mansion. I want a house with a big <laughs> swimming pool and a slide. And you're like, right. well, that costs money. And so they start to get this idea about money and then they start to talk about it to other people. Yeah. And I don't think it's a bad thing for kids right. to even talk about money. You don't want people like grandstanding or like, you know, bragging. But yeah, we tell kids they can't talk about money. We are perpetuating exactly what we grew up um, doing. Yeah. And therefore, they're going to be 40 and 50 years old and in a place where they never really got what they needed to manage their right. life and money. <laughs> so, right. We've got to figure out how to do that and get the next generation empowered so they don't mm -hmm. end up like us in this in this sense, at yes. least. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that because I did struggle with it so much that I, I with my children, have started. I already started them. Um, we've talked about savings. We talk about, you know, I give them ways to earn money so they can understand it and then you know, they get the choices to save it or spend it or, you know, but we, it's a conversation, right? Yeah. And it's, it's a, it, it's a teaching of, we sound old and like our parents when we say it, but like, you gotta learn the value of a dollar, but, you know, <laughs> we learned the value of a dollar, <laughs> you know, in college when you go, oh crap, what did I do? Right. You know, right. so I think it's important and they don't necessarily have I mean, so much stuff is going digital. Anyways, we could talk about this forever, but I just, I'm interested if you're listening today, have you had any struggles? You know, uh, what's your journey been like with money? Do you have a plan for your legacy? You know, do you have a budget? What kind, we'd love to hear in the comments kind of, um, actually, you know what I want to know more than anything is who do you talk to about money? You know, is it only your spouse? Or do you have, do you talk openly with, you know, your friends um, about it as well? So we always love to hear from you. Yeah. And even your parents, because I know a lot of people who've surpassed their parents' earnings and now feel weird 
talking to their parents about their own financial situation. So it's a really interesting and sensitive topic, but it doesn't have to be. We got to crack it open. And I kind of want to end with what you said at the beginning, really briefly. You said it's a practice. Well, guess what? We're both athletes. A lot of people listening are athletes. It is a practice just like anything else. I think that's it for today. What do you think, Sarah? Uh, I love that, Nicole. And if it's a practice, it also means it's something that you can continue learning about all the time, right? You learn a practice. You learn your practice. Like we should continue opening our minds and our, you know, our practices to looking at finances. So anyway, thanks for talking to us about money today. We enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. And we'll see you in the next episode. And uh, yeah. speaking of money, save some. Use the code POD20 for 20% yeah. off at Skirt Sports, as you always. always have the best transitions. I always forget. POD20. <laughs> Go to skirtsports.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Yoga Pants Podcast. As always, we'd love to hear from you. So please reach out with any comments, questions, and suggestions for future topic. Now grab those yoga pants, ladies, get out there and get busy living your best life. See you next time.